Do you ever feel like less insecure when you're sleeping with someone who's less attractive than you? <laughs> because there'd be times where I don't give a fuck if that double chin be showing because I'm riding the fuck out of him because I already know that I'm hotter than he is regardless of what I look like. <laughs> And we're back with another episode of Flings and Things. I'm Moni. And I'm Drea. <laughs> you don't know how many times we had to like do this over again because she was laughing at the way I say Moni. She always puts like a little ee. <laughs> and then I said Moni and then you were still laughing at me. Um, I will say this is kind of giving me like a reminder back to the third grade when I ran for treasurer of my elementary school. Oh God, you was. And they said <laughs> the posters were like. Vote for Moni. She she knows how to deal with money or something. And they put like, I don't know what the slogan was, but my mom helped me with it. Money, Moni. <laughs> Trust Moni with your money. <laughs> Some shit like that, dude. I don't remember. I mean, they're not wrong. You are really good with money. I so am. I have an Excel budget sheet, so I'm a little yeah. nervous when it comes to finances. But anyways... <laughs> Mm-hmm. updates guys updates i don't even know what updates there are i don't think i have any um mm. actually i went on a date but i don't really think people want to hear that we can talk about it really quick it was cool it was nice you know okay. the bill was like expensive and um i got taken out and it was like a rooftop bar type Ooh. thing where uh it was at the intercontinental hotel is it downtown yes okay and it was really nice it was really cool cool vibe i looked really cute i just want to say i channeled (laughs) my really like kind of like girly side which i don't really do a lot because i really Mm -hmm. like like sweatpants and stuff but yeah it was really cool i liked it (laughs) that's awesome Mm -hmm. was it good food at least um the food was cool um it it was it it was it was good yeah it was cool good to hear what about you um i do have some like major updates but i'm not ready to speak about them um for my sake um she said for my sake (laughs) i'm just gonna wait um nothing huge um march is almost over it's almost april i'm ready for the new month I'm getting a massage tomorrow oh i have an update i do have an update i started kickboxing this week fucking kicked my ass literally i already had two classes and i had my third one on friday i'm so excited because now i can call you and you can like scrap up if we need to (laughs) you really gonna trust me to do that bitch oh my god i'm so happy i took off my nails earlier though like i have a band-aid it's a wound (laughs) for my anxiety not from kickboxing (laughs) i want to say what it is or what you think it is okay Fine, we're going to go into this. Okay. Well, quickly, anyways, quickly, kickboxing quickly. is really, really difficult. Um, I'm dying. I literally died the first session. I was about to quit. And I was like, Monica, just because you're uncomfortable, get your bitch Facts. ass up and fucking keep going. Facts. I'm hate, proud of you. Dude, I hate doing like Zumbas or any of those like class oriented like things. I call them the Karen classes. I don't even know what to call it, bitch, because literally I was so uncomfortable. I'm not coordinated at all. So I was just. And this bitch put me in the front row because it was my first day. So she wanted me right in front of her. And so everyone behind me was probably looking at how stupid I look, but whatever. So hopefully I can lose some weight from this and maybe enjoy some other form of cardio other than the treadmill. But 
other than that, um, back I'm proud to what of we you. Were Thank you. I appreciate it. We'll, I'll keep you guys updated on this journey. Just it's wait. A just challenge. wait. Moni's going to get that body. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. We'll see. That might take a year, but it's okay. <laughs> no, girl, you're going to do They'll it. They'll see it in the pot. <laughs> no, nah, you're going to do it. It's gonna, you're going to look bomb. Bomber than you do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Love you, too. Um, anyway, so I was talking to Drea. Um, I was actually taking she, a okay, shit. Okay, actually. <laughs> I was actually, taking a shit. Really actually, was. But I she was, calls me in a panic. Okay, so first I'm taking a shit on the toilet. I think I said that three times now. You know, it's normal. Like, I'm not going to be embarrassed to say it and try to act all cute and shit. Like, everyone takes a fucking shit. So anyway, so I was on the toilet <laughs> taking a shit. It's the fifth time I've said it. Hey, Okay. Sorry, I'm also proud to take shits because I'm being my authentic self right now. I used to be really constipated as a kid and I never, people used to tell me that you're still shit daily and I would like not shit for multiple days. And so like, I started getting really proud of myself to take a shit every day because everyone's like, you need to do that. Maybe like that will help you also lose weight, like get that shit out of your system. So yeah, anyways, <laughs> TMI guys, I'm, I'm fucking sorry. Crying. Hey, it's good for your health, right? You're supposed to take a daily shit. <laughs> I remember growing up with you, you would always like every time we would go eat, you would take a shit right after. And I was like, I wish that was me. I'd be eating a burger and I don't have to shit till like 24 hours later from the burger. Like, it's not healthy. Stupid. Anyways, <laughs> back to the story. <laughs> I just put myself on blast because I don't give a fuck. Anyways, oh, shit. I feel like my glue on. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Here's the problem when you don't have a job. <laughs> You can't afford lash extensions anymore, so your bitch has to glue these shits on. It's okay, because even if you do have a job, sometimes you can't afford gas, so. Facts. (laughs) Okay, I think my glue on is going to fall off, but it looks fine in the camera. Anyways, on to my story. So I was taking a shit on the toilet, and I'm on TikTok scrolling, which I really don't do very often. That's probably why... I'm glad. I mean, I normally don't. There's a reason for that. So <laughs> I'm on there. And for some reason, it was like CBS or NBC News for San Diego <laughs> popped up. I think my feed, the algorithm already knows I'm back in San Diego. Yeah. Because like, I haven't seen any Arizona shit. So anyways, I'm looking at my TikTok. And then there's like a news thing about there's like a fungus outbreak. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> you know. Trey and I have talked about yeast. That's a type of fungus. I'm like, interesting. So I'm listening to this news broadcast for like two minutes long. Essentially, the topic was that it's not as serious as the COVID-19 outbreak, but there's a fungus outbreak in the U.S. right now. If you guys are listening and not watching our YouTube, Drea's God. literally pulling a pillow to her fucking face. She can't stop laughing. Anyways. Yeah, I'm probably turning red. This is honest. the worst update ever. So basically, it was saying that people are dying from a fungus outbreak, okay? They're dying. They're like, there's like fevers and flu-like symptoms and shit. And like, it's spreading like crazy. Mostly older people and children are at risk, as always. So I freak out because, okay, for like over six months now, there's this finger thing that I've had, like some skin issue with my like finger, okay? And it was anxiety induced, meaning like, okay, so normally my bad habit is I pick the skin off my lips so people would see like, if you know me, you know that I used to have like red, like chunks of skin missing or like it looks like scabbing on my lips because I would just get anxious, nervous, stressed, upset, whatever. I just like pick, pick, pick. So that moved a couple months, well, more than a couple months ago, to picking my finger. 
Now, I don't know how this happened. I don't know how it started. All I know is that like half my finger's missing and like my fingerprint isn't growing back, if that's a thing. <laughs> so she calls me. So I call the bitch and I'm like, In Drea, panic. I think I'm dying. I said, you're going to have to do flings and things without me. Like, and I'm like, what? And this is on FaceTime, too. I'm like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? I was getting ready for bed. I diagnosed myself, bitch. I think. OK, so I have this good friend from like just growing up and um she's like my best friend so she told me she's like going to school to be a nurse she told me that it looks like fungus on my finger like it doesn't look like eczema she thinks it's like fungus and i told her well like i just keep picking it she's like yeah but if it's not like healing then something's wrong with you and i just didn't want to go to the doctor and Mm -hmm. here we are to go yeah here we are so i thought i was dying so i started freaking out i was like essentially writing my will out loud to drea and yeah, I mean, that's why I have a Band-Aid. So that's really all my update. I thought I was going to die. So, <laughs> and like, the fact <laughs> that she said shit like fucking 10 times. Yeah. Moral of the story, do not look up your symptoms on Google because you're always going to yeah. think you're going to die. Dr. Google is not the answer. But to be fair, I didn't Google it until I saw the TikTok. So the TikToks would stress me out, which is why I never fucking go on TikTok. Even though I told you guys I was going to make TikToks. Yeah, I have not fulfilled that promise. So anyways, that was my Here update. Here we are. I'm weak. Anyways, that so. was a funny little laugh that I had there. <laughs> Ooh, like I'm telling you, loud in this mic, you were, okay. but it's OK. I'm telling you, like laughter is just so beautiful. I love it so much. It's very healing. Very it beautiful. is. I feel like I just healed all my trauma right now. I'm not even kidding. I had a very stressful and emotional week, so I'm very happy that we got a little laughs in right now. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get straight into today's topic. Um, yep, yep. Two segments of the topic or two sections or two categories, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So essentially, we're going to be talking about insecurities. OK, but we're going to go into insecurities like physically, emotionally, mentally. And then we're going to go into the second part's going to be in the bedroom because, you know, flings and things. Come on. Sex. We love talking about sex. And I'm not even drinking alcohol. I'm not even high today. I just Monica have my hydroplast. Monica likes to talk about sex. I love talking about sex. And I'm drinking water, so this is all sober, people. Okay, well, great. <laughs> Gotta stay hydrated. Thanks. Anyways. All right, so I know that some women, they go through, you know, I think all women go through insecurities. I also think men go through insecurities. Mm-hmm. I've said this before that I don't care how attractive you are you have at least an insecurity yeah right um i feel like a lot of people nowadays are actually more open to kind of like talking about their insecurities more whereas like growing up i feel like nobody talked about them i don't know if that's normal or not but like maybe it is no i but i feel like now yeah but i feel like now like even kids nowadays like they talk about their insecurities they talk about like how you know things make them feel and like Mm -hmm. how you know certain things contribute to those insecurities that they have like it's so open now whereas like when we were growing up like no one even thought about an insecurity we just knew it didn't feel good and we didn't want to admit to it and i think i'm and you can correct me if you think otherwise but i actually now that you just said that i've never thought about that like concept and now that i'm thinking about it i want to i think that pertains to the fact that we have social media is part of everyday life like people talk about their insecurities like celebrities people who are famous that people like look up to will openly like go on rants or on their stories and talk about yep. things they're going through and i think that that's kind of i don't want to say that it's made it like okay for people to like 
I don't want to say people are using their fame for the wrong reasons, but I also feel like there are people who will go on there and start talking about their insecurities for whatever reason. Are they actually trying to help other people or are they just doing it because they know it's good attention? I don't know what the motive is, but I really do think social media is the reason for that shift in what you just said. Oh, yeah, for sure. Back in the day, nobody wanted to admit how insecure they were about their weight or like how small their dick is or whatever the case may be. Um, You can't make a girl orgasm. People admit that shit nowadays. (laughs) And literally, like, that's wild to me because back then I couldn't even admit the fact that I felt fat all the time when I was a child. Yeah. Or like me, I hated the fact that like I was I've always been like skinny mini. So like, yeah, it's been a problem. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's a great point. Do you feel Mm -hmm. like that's the main reason that there's been a change or what? I feel like I feel like that's definitely one of the reasons. Okay, but I really do feel also like the newer i get not newer because whatever gen z generation or whatever mm-hmm. like they people make fun of them and like people have said like oh they're really soft or whatever oh like very emotional everybody's yeah. anxiety everybody's depressed yes, yeah. yes 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 yeah however i feel like that has also been trickled down just by us and by like parents as well okay like i feel like that w- it was bound to happen type thing just on based on like how they raise their kids or what do you think or just the things- society as a whole. Okay. Like it's like how things shift in the world. And like, I just feel like it was bound to happen that like there was going to be a, um, a group of people. And by group, I mean like, you know, a generation of people yeah. that are going to grow up differently than obviously other generations, which that happens in every generation. Right. Yeah. But this one is a more, I feel like drastic change because even like us and them, there are some similarities, but I'll tell you right now, I feel old as hell when it comes to other things. And I don't know if that's normal mm-hmm. or if it's not. Maybe someone can shed light like, oh, yeah, like everybody feels that way. But like I sometimes like I feel like there's a huge disconnect with like the Gen Z like. A hundred percent. Generation. So you kind of brought something up that now I don't want to get off topic, but I think yeah. it ties in together. You mentioned like the way people are mm-hmm. soft, right? Mm-hmm. I think. This whole, like, they're saying Gen Z, in just in general, or even just, I mean, I think that includes some millennials, because technically, like, we're borderline Gen Z, where we're, when we were born, um, let's say in the year, but um, I feel that mental health has become such a huge component, and mm-hmm. being a psych major, and, like, learning about stuff in class, how, like, you know, we had the DSM-5 had just recently come out, like, things are changing, yeah, for and sure. And back in the day, they just didn't give a fuck. Like, especially in, like, Latino culture. D- depression yeah. don't exist. ADHD doesn't exist. Anxiety doesn't exist. De- like, none of that exists, okay, in our yeah. culture. But in general, I think in society, it's still very taboo. Not all cultures. I think a lot of white people, it's more accepted, more yeah. Americans. Oh, yeah, for But sure. even, like, in other cultures, Asian, black, I think it's still very taboo, like Latinos. I could be wrong. Every family's different. Every, like you know, income bracket, that probably makes a difference if they have money versus their oh, yeah, don't have sure. insurance, all that, right? But anyways, back to what I'm trying to say is I feel like because mental health has been talked about so much in the last, like, I don't want to say 10 years, but that's essentially what it's been since out of high school. Um, I feel that now that kind of ties into the insecurity thing because everyone's talking about the things they're going through. They're being upset. And a lot of this depression, yeah. anxiety has to do with 
physical appearance. A lot so of it. So I feel like the mental health is tying into social media and bullying yep. and all that shit. And I feel like that has to do with, like, like you said, society's things are ch- like the norms are the changing. norms are changing. They're changing. I will say, okay, so I'm not trying to get off topic either. No, However, I recently found out. Did you know? <laughs> no, because I was like, oh my god, that's wild. That high schools nowadays, okay, high schoolers now, you have three mental health days. You call the school and tell them that you're not coming to school because you need a mental health day. I did not know that. Um, there are some companies doing that with work from the HR perspective here. I had to bring that in. They are Some companies are going that direction to provide that now. Um, essentially, you could still take a mental health day with any company and just call it a sick day. And that's yeah. that's legally accepted. Yeah. But there are other companies who are actually labeling as mental health versus sick days. But at school, I kind of like that they're doing that. I think yeah. people will take advantage of that. And I know for a fact I would have never used one of them just because I had perfect attendance. Aside from that, I would have used all of them. All <laughs> but of I them. think that's not mm-hmm. a bad thing. And I feel like that's that makes sense of what we're just talking about. Things yeah. are changing. Like, and I feel like a lot of like our parents and above that, like, or not above that, older than that, they're not really getting it. Like, I've even heard family members of mine make comments of like not understanding why the thing that just but that's weaker but that's what i'm saying i feel like the reason why that Mm -hmm. quote unquote may be is because all the trauma and like discussed things within the family gets trickled down from generation to generation until it hits a generation that has to change it and i feel like maybe that gen z generation is the generation that has to change it in a way okay so i know like we're very like our podcast is not really steered towards like latino culture we've already kind of discussed that personally like we're just very like about everything we're like pretty broad spectrum but i kind of want to go into that do you feel like the generation has to change it do you think that's really going to change as quickly in our culture because i don't think so no i don't i really don't but i feel like it's a little bit bigger than just the culture okay. and the culture aspect. I feel like it's more um, like a as a whole earth nation. <laughs> I said whole earth <laughs> um, because it's not just here. It's like other places in the okay. world as well that are actually talking about these things, even okay. though it may still be very like hush hush. Okay. Like they are still talking about it. And the fact that they're still talking about it, that's like a huge thing. I feel like it's a lot of European nations, which like, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I just, yeah. I would love to see that happen in our culture. And I just feel like it's going to take a couple I more w- generations. But I will say this, as far as like what I see, like, I don't know people like, I really don't have a lot of like Latino friends. Like I, I don't. Okay. However, like what I see on social media and stuff, mm-hmm. I, it seems to me like, the Latino culture, or maybe it's just those people's households, but they have become a little bit more accepting of how certain things are nowadays. And educated. And I educated hate to say that, but that's just what it is. Yeah. And, like, open. And I feel like I can just speak on, like, even my family, like, mm-hmm. some of my uncles, their views have definitely changed for certain things. Okay. Or, like, they used to be really strict on like one of my uncles used to be very strict about like you should date within your race 
and like did not want me to date like outside the race yeah however now it's more of like so like a lot of things are changing yeah like, yeah, like yeah. now it's more like oh i don't care or like That's now true. they understand what anxiety and depression is and like they're like oh i have it too then <laughs> like i think it also like you said it really just depends on how fast like people are like assimilating yeah and i know we're getting a little off topic but i just did want to touch base on that yeah I for think sure for us especially with my experience i know like my family is assimilated pretty quickly compared to yeah. others that I know, but I, I know think mine has two. Mental health is still not talked about and it's no. still not accepted as like an actual thing. I feel like I'm embarrassed to say when I'm upset or sad or I'm embarrassed to say when I am. I mean, I essentially was diagnosed with anxiety. I don't really talk about that. It's like probably the first time I've ever said this out loud publicly. Um, but I threw away the medication that they gave me and flushed out the toilet oh, because yeah, I didn't want to accept that. There was something wrong with me, even though I realized like my perfectionist tendencies and my inability to (laughs) relax and calm down under stress and the fact that I have social anxiety and I can't go to bars and clubs unless I'm drinking or smoking, which people probably is very hard for them to believe that when they see me on my stories. But social media is fake and it's a facade. It's not real. It's not me in real life. Um, So, yeah. Anyways, I think that was a really good topic. So, yeah, um, insecurities then. So what are, I guess, some of your insecurities? Some of mine. Some of mine that I think that a lot of people could probably relate to. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's physical. And I'm going to talk to all my, like, small small little mamacitas out there because okay. I am, like, tiny. I'm petite. Um, apparently, according to her, I'm 5'3". <laughs> I thought we were the same height. I were thought, shorter, but I, don't I don't know. I think I had like a little growth spurt and I fucking hate it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll just say I'm 5'3 because it sounds cute. Um, and my body has always been super like lean. I've been tiny. I've been tiny my whole life. But everybody around me is like thicker or like, you know, I agree. It's thick. I think Latinos tend to be like, on the thicker okay. side. So you're around that. So your like stuff. even my mom, like my mom is thick, like. Mm-hmm. I'm literally the skinniest person in my family. And it's, you know, in Latino culture, they always tell you, they call you flaca. And that means like skinny. And so that was my nickname growing up a lot of the time. And I always got told like I didn't eat enough or like I need to eat more or I am just skin and bones and I need to put meat on them. Like just things like that. And like that stuff like stays with you because now I eat everything because I was always told you're going to clear your plate I mean that was me too just saying no I know and but that's why I'm fat I'm just but <laughs> but they were doing that so I would gain weight but I never gained weight yeah. so then that also like goes into me having you know I think everybody has body dysmorphia to an extent mm-hmm. I think I do because of me being told as a kid that I was too skinny, I don't eat this and that when I used to eat everything in sight. Literally, I used to eat. And me as an adult now, like, I'm still trying to gain weight. Like, I'm going to the gym. I'm literally eating anywhere between 28 to 3,500 calories. My heart can stop at any moment. <laughs> um, like, I'm just tiny. And it's, like, really frustrating because... You know, when I do say something about my body or something like that, like, people always tell me, oh, my God, you look great. Like, you're skinny. 
like why why are you complaining why are you doing this why are you doing that well the thing is is like my whole life I've been skinny and I've been around all like thick women and like I don't look like that and so I guess it is kind of like a comparison also but the thing is is like I get body shamed for not looking like that yeah, I think um, I 100% un- I'm not going to say I understand how you're feeling, but I yeah. I understand the situation because I know when we were growing up, sometimes hearing you complain about that would frustrate me and not to the point where I'm like annoyed with you. It was more yeah. like hurtful to me of like, damn, like if you only knew how much I struggled in my life with my weight, the moans I cry like boys never liked me when I was a kid because back in the day skinny was in. And I think you can attest to that. The thickness did not become a thing until more recently when celebrities started getting work done. When I say thickness, I mean like big ass, big hips. Like that was never a thing when I was in elementary school. The celebrities, Paris Hilton, all the magazines were skinny, skinny, skinny. And so growing up like that, like that was very hard for me. So when we were growing up, that was one thing that I felt like I know you're not the only person that I know who was skinnier that would complain about their weight. So that's really hard for me. And I know even myself, I've heard other women who struggle with their weight have talked shit about skinny people complaining. So I now older and now understanding that body dysmorphia is for anybody at this point. Like you should never shame somebody for not being happy with themselves. Yeah, like for sure. I think as long as both people can understand that it is a struggle, whether you want to believe one's worse than the other, people will argue, well, one's, you know, being bigger is worse because it's a health has it's a health issue versus like being thinner. You're not really unhealthy. But then there are people who are too skinny that actually have like body eating or they have eating disorders and they are unhealthy. So it goes. There's so many different forms of it. Um, And I would like to make sure, like, I'm sure you know this. Like, I'm sorry if I've ever made you feel that way. Like, I know I've said something in the past, um, but it's just really hard because I... I'm on the other spectrum of the side of like, I've never been skinny. I've never had a flat stomach my entire life. Like I could probably look back at four years old and I still didn't have a flat stomach. And most kids have a flat stomach at that age. Not everybody, obviously, but um, I've obviously been thinner. We've seen pictures of me losing weight, but I still never had a flat stomach. I've never known what it is to have a flat stomach. Um, Having my, like my sister growing up, I feel like she's always had the perfect body since she was a child. Um, And now she, she looks amazing. And I wish like, those genetics were mine, but it's just not what it is. Like we both got genetics from different parents. Um, And so it's crazy to see that even like being related to somebody, you could still have a different body. And I think now that I'm older, um, I've just realized kind of like just really going back to your point is that like you should never make somebody feel bad for not being happy with themselves, whether they look a certain way. Because like you said, no matter how attractive you are, you are still going to be insecure. And I think and I and when you said something that you said that I really hit, hit home for myself is when people tell you you look good. You don't. Yeah. And you do that to me, too, though. And I it's do. It's so frustrating. I know. Because it's like, but that goes for everyone. We, all do, it we to all, each all do it to each other to help each other out. But I feel like that goes back to like, <laughs> that was a long episode about the listening thing. Like, I don't want to hear the positivity because it really doesn't help me. I think everybody internalizes things and you need to just be happy with yourself. And no amount of comments on my picture or likes or people that I love telling me things are going to make me feel better. Like, one thing I will say is... Eh, well, it might make me feel better for a little bit. For a little bit. <laughs> short term. Short term. Exactly. Because there'll be times where I feel great or I feel shitty. I feel yeah. fat as fuck. And I posted like... 
a cute little picture in my fucking shorts and my sports bra. And it just was a great angle at that moment. And like I have like like 20 something guys hearting my story. Yeah, that makes me feel good for like that couple hours that like the story was very relevant and then after that it goes away because it's like okay well do they see what I look like in person that's just one angle in the mirror yeah anybody who's bigger understands that and it goes both ways I guess but a a lot of big girls could probably relate to like the angles we know how to do our best angles um and I think that's my I mean that's really my number one insecurity if I could change anything about myself I would rather like have no ass and be like an A cup and still be thinner like if I could pick one thing um and I feel like it just sucks but I think at the end of the day people are gonna argue like you're accountable to your own body yeah so even like with you with me like people might say well you can lose weight like that's easy you just gotta eat better and work out and people might say well if you're skinny like that's harder to gain weight but I feel like you can argue that both are just as hard because I know for a fact I will gain five pounds from eating one burrito. And not just that. Like, people don't even be knowing if people have, like, health issues. Like, I know, I know, like, a lot of women that have, like, thyroid issues. Yes, I've heard that. I've heard that. That's like, that shit makes it hard to gain or lose weight. Like, skinny people can have thyroid issues and that's why they don't yeah and that that's that's why they don't gain weight it's just like the hormonal is it a hormonal issue it's thyroid it's your thyroid i don't know how else to explain well i didn't know (laughs) that's like a hormone issue is why you can't gain or lose no okay so but yeah i think um something that i kind of want to touch base well yeah i guess it is sorry no it's okay i'm just i don't know what the reason why it is causing that problem um it regulates it regulates your body. Your thyroid literally regulates your body. So if it's not mm. being regulated correctly, okay, it's gonna throw off your whole entire Damn, these body. These gluons are gonna be the death of me. Anyways, um, so something that would, I soon. think maybe you can relate to both of us, even though we have different insecurities on the spectrum yeah, of, of like course. body weight. Um, something that I feel like was a huge issue for me was dating apps. Have you ever? And I know you're on them right now. Like, have they you suck. felt? ever scared to meet someone in person because they're not gonna you're not gonna look like what you are in your picture and i'm not really necessarily talking about your face because it can go into that too i guess we can talk about both physically but i feel like as somebody who is a little bit bigger i get very anxious about meeting someone in person because i feel like they're gonna think that i catfish them even though if you really do look at some of my photos you can tell that i do not have a flat stomach but i feel like yes of course my instagram profile is gonna show the best angles of me yeah and i think a lot of women can agree to that whether you're yeah making your boobs look bigger your ass look bigger whatever the case may be whatever spectrum you're on i think women can 100 percent relate to the photoshop to the filters and all that shit and for me it's like i refuse to use filters on my actual instagram posts and i don't um and i've only like i can honestly say i've only photoshopped maybe like five of my photos on there and they were mainly like things to get out of the background or to fix like a pimple or a blemish on my face um but regardless, like most people do it, whether they want to admit it publicly or not. Yeah. But I just get a little sometimes nervous to meet in public. So I'm like, oh, my God, is this guy going to think I'm way too fat? And I do so, not look like that in my photos. I think for and I can only speak for myself. I can't okay. speak for everyone that's, mm-hmm. you know, tinier. Yeah. Um, If you go like on my instagram and you like see like me working out because i have like my highlights i think for like the gym and stuff like Mm -hmm. i do like post you know like the side angle and things like that and in my head like i don't think my butt looks like that i feel like it looks like that only on camera 
So as far as like my body, like, yeah, like I do be tripping sometimes. I actually, a lot of the time of like, dang, like, what if he only likes thick girls though? Or like, I'm not thick or like, mm-hmm. yeah, he might think my face is pretty, but like my body, like it's not his type or like, like that's what goes in my head. And I think that also okay. stems from like previous like relationships too okay. of just like the guys I've been with, like they, they like like a thicker woman and they'll verbalize it and or like photos of or like accounts. photos and like accounts and just be a dick about it. Yeah. And it's like, bitch, like I'm trying, but like. I'm really doing it for me because that's what I want. Yeah, it's you not know? even for the It's not even for them. Point. It's like that. Trust me, I want it too. Like, I've wanted it for so long. So I think that's where my insecurity from that comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily of like, um, like what you said. Like the dating. I mean, I guess what I was getting at was like, have you ever like met on a dating app or like you're going to meet a guy in person for the first time and you were worried that you're photos were not gonna be what you looked like um but not necessarily i don't really post body photos though so okay. no i feel okay okay i don't not not really or like they're on my instagram that's what i meant like instagram um they would have like if they had your instagram mine I would guess. just be more of like my butt okay okay just your butt yeah um something that you kind of mentioned okay now we're getting like i feel like there's so much to say about this we probably have to definitely go into this topic Part two or something oh, yeah um so something that i kind of think would be a good topic to touch on is like you said that you dated guys that like thicker girls mm-hmm. so now i'm gonna i'm gonna start this because <laughs> this can get very like touchy i'm gonna start going into this from like a personal experience and then we'll go from then i think you're gonna get where i'm getting at mm-hmm. i've had a guy tell me before like hey do you only date he said Mexicans, but essentially he should have said Latinos. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I mean, that's, I guess, what I have dated, but I'm open to any race. I've always been open to any race. And he's like, what about white guys? Like, you don't date white guys? And I was like, actually, white guys were my type growing up up until ninth grade. Up until freshman year of high school for the first time in my life I got attention from guys at school yeah. I had never had a single guy really tell me that they had a crush on me except one guy who was my actual boyfriend in seventh and eighth grade other than that no guys ever expressed interest in me no one ever like thought I was attractive now mind you I did I was a butterfly I did not look cute in elementary school I will Shut say that up. girl if you saw the pictures I did <laughs> yes I look completely different my point being is that white boys were my type when i was growing up because i yeah, grew that up is true. in a white area like i like the that skater boys flipping here justin bieber but my that thing is, is they true. never expressed interest in me so now that i'm older mm-hmm. something that it came to my mind and maybe i'm crazy but maybe you can relate to a certain extent mm-hmm. i feel like back then kind of what i said earlier during those days when we were younger mm-hmm. it was in to be skinny Nobody wanted thick, chunky, like that was never a thing to be accepted back then. So I feel like me going through all that, knowing that no boys ever liked me. I was so insecure as a kid. My mom would watch me cry. I begged her to let me wear makeup because she didn't let me wear mascara in middle school. Had a sneak eyeliner on. Fucking Latino thing too. Yeah, and I I wasn't able. Nobody likes me. Like. I'm ugly, I'm fat, whatever. I'm too dark because that was also a thing. Yep. I don't want to get off topic with the skin because that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is the weight to stay on topic yeah. is I feel like 
white guys don't always go for thick girls. And like that could be very like I feel like nowadays they do though. Nowadays, but that's because it's in now. That's kind of what I was that, I know, at. and that's so, the I, yeah. I think more girls who are on the thinner side would have more luck getting and I feel like this can be so what's the word like um controversial but i'm being my honest opinion yeah i see more asian and white guys with thinner women than i do black men or hispanic men latinos they're yeah they're i think more that's willing cor- to be with a bigger girl is I what think, i'm saying i think that's culture for sure and i feel like that's another reason and, why i've stayed in my culture it's not yeah. because i'm only one of the in my culture it's because the men that I've been with, my boyfriends I've had, they love my body. They make me feel good. They seem to not give a fuck. Like, they have other family members that look like me. I feel more comfortable in my skin. And I, I even know, yeah. like, I haven't really dated a black guy, but, like, I haven't really been approached by black guys. But this and, like, is what but they like my ass. But I'll say <laughs> this, like, imagine being, like, the opposite of that. Okay. And you're in those elements of just all thickness. And you're not thick. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, sometimes I feel really out of place or like I don't feel like I'm up to those beauty standards that are in that culture. Okay. So like that's where I guess I kind of come from. Okay. I don't know. Like I said, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak to everybody. Yeah. At the end of the day, though, uh, the reason why we are talking about this is because you really just need to love yourself. Yeah. And I feel like. That comes with accepting certain things that you cannot change and also doing things that you can change. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I can do to change is what I'm already doing. I'm going to the gym. Yeah. I'm hitting weight. Like, girl, I just hit 220 on the leg press. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm eating. I'm eating a lot. I'm actually counting how like much I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not it's maybe not be like healthy because sometimes i do be like force feeding myself but lately i've been on like a schedule i'm like okay you know i'm not force feeding myself i don't feel like i have to have this big meal all at once like i'm eating literally throughout the whole entire day there's some Mm -hmm. food going in my mouth yeah (laughs) you know and i think that's where you said the accountability kind of comes into play Mm -hmm. and i am like seeing results now and i feel like you know for you you just made a bunch of meal preps. Yeah. You know, you're getting into kickboxing. You're doing what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's going to work out for you. So I feel at the end of the day, we just have to all, if we don't like something about ourselves, like I said, there's things that we can and cannot change. Yeah. And we need to focus on the things that we can change and go from there. And I feel like when you do start implementing those things that you can change and can do for yourself, like Mm -hmm. that's when you really start to like love yourself. Yeah. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, like I say that weight is the only thing, but I feel like I'm still going to like pick something else about me. Yeah, of course. I feel like being a perfectionist my whole life has been very detrimental to my mental health in regards to also not just my career, my school, whatever the fuck I'm always trying to control. It's always my physical appearance, which is why I'm constantly trying to do things to myself like... Um, my eyebrows, <laughs> some guy like gave me a compliment. Like your eyebrows are perfect. I was like, I spent over $500 on these eyebrows. Like I wanted them perfect. Like there's a lot of things, you know? Yeah. And like, if I could point everything right now, I could name a hundred things that I hate about myself. But at the same time, like I actively work hard to try to love myself each day. Yeah. Um, 
kind of what you said i know i've heard other people on the other spectrum of that so i do want to kind of like just touch on that so there's a lot of people out there who believe that you shouldn't try like if you're unhappy like trying to like work out and do all this stuff like that's never that's not enough and like i've had people just say like i just want to be happy and eat what i want because at the end of the day we could die tomorrow and i think that's not a bad outlook and i don't want to put those people down um because i've been in those shoes that's why my weight's always like thin big thin big I'm never consistent like my whole life is because I always go through these like motivation little spurts and then I I go back to like fuck it I don't give a fuck anymore Mm -hmm. um and I think for people out there who are struggling and just don't like at least from my end and don't want to like have to change their whole lifestyle I don't think you should have to I think at the end of the day it's what makes you happy um if your mental health is completely plummeting because of your weight and you're not happy with the way you look then I feel like you need to hold yourself accountable to some extent to do some kind of work doesn't mean you need to like never eat your favorite foods again or never i think like you don't even have to go to the gym you could literally just like walk your dog or whatever i like, think it street. all has to go and it goes down to what we talk about too a lot is boundaries and mm-hmm. setting boundaries within yourself okay and i think that's healthy yeah because like you said you hold yourself accountable for those things and at the end of the day like you choose to be what you are yeah like i those are my really strong opinions and like even though it's hard and this is coming from someone that it is hard to gain weight yeah it is very hard but i am doing everything in my power to do that and yeah eventually (laughs) eventually it's gonna happen yeah and i know it is i just it's consistency holding myself accountable Mm -hmm. creating those boundaries for myself and it just be that like i know you told me the other night that i should be eating carbs and stuff but like that's the thing i'm not trying to do this like unhealthy like i'm trying to do it the quote unquote better way like i'm eating more protein i'm eating my vegetables i'm eating fruit i'm eating my oats i'm eating like Mm -hmm. you always hear me eating like healthy snacks and shit like yeah who the fuck gets raisin bran It's gross, but I love raisin bread. I always get shit for it. I love it. <laughs> my grandma. Okay, I spent a lot of time at Granny's house. <laughs> Question: I know I've talked to a lot of people who've lost weight because yeah, just, uh, it's more I feel like it's more talked about than you see the other inspirational. So, have you ever talked to someone who's been at your level and is like huge now? To see like what the, just because like, not I know, huge, okay. but I've definitely like I've seen girls at the gym and but, like ask them what they eat and like they're yeah, like, and I've asked them. I've actually like that's the thing. I really enjoy going to the gym now, and I used to hate going mm-hmm. to the fucking gym, but that the gym is literally like my like. I'm happy therapy. For you, I get anxiety going to the gym. I, and I did used too. to not give a fuck before. And I think because I gained so much weight, now I have more anxiety than I ever have before. Because before I used to go to the gym like nothing. Like I didn't give a fuck. And now all of a sudden, I'm like I'm running. If you go to EOS, you know what I'm talking about. I run to the fucking movie theater room to go do my cardio and sweat it out. Because I'm like, I don't want anyone to look at me. I just want to get my fucking workout and get the fuck out. Like So that used to be me. But mm-hmm. then like... I don't know. I I don't know. I just started going the consistency and then yeah. like it's crazy cuz you literally start to you see me change. Like when I first started, I was going in like literally like sweatpants and a hoodie mm-hmm. and like you wouldn't see my body cuz I I felt too skinny. So like okay. the hoodie gave me some like yeah. something. And 
now like i'm here freaking with a sports bra and leggings yeah and like showing off my body because like i do feel good like when i go to the gym yeah like i feel no, good and you should like if and I think i'm working hard for it to be honest because i feel like you when you do feel better you don't care as much that's how yeah. i was when i was at that point when i was going to the gym every day I was wearing tight shorts. I never would wear shorts right now. There's no way yeah. in hell you'll see me in shorts. But back to my point is like, yeah, I've had, I've asked females at the gym, mm-hmm. um, like, oh girl, like your body's like banging. Like I literally tell them, yeah. like I don't give a fuck. Like especially yeah. in the locker room, like mm-hmm. I'll be there. I'll be like, dang girl, like don't take this wrong, but like your ass is fat. Yeah. <laughs> like and it looks good, and they'll laugh, and I'm yeah. like, what did you do? And they all tell me consistency, like upping weight mm-hmm. and eating and i'm like well like eating like what and like they tell me you have to eat throughout the day not like just one Got big it. ass meal i guess i asked because i feel like in today's society you see so much about weight loss weight loss weight loss and what about the people who are trying to gain that's yeah. kind of why i was asking you because i'm like yeah. i don't ever see things on social media about but a routines lo- like yes they're to gain but like i've seen girls like you said on social media who have like super skinny who are huge now and it's like how the fuck like are you taking supplements like yeah it's like of course way trauma- like a major difference well yeah like you a do little bit. you do take supplements you know um yeah. what kind i don't know but yeah. um because i don't do that but yeah you know like i know some females that have mm-hmm. or like not even that they just been to the gym for five years and finally that fifth yeah finally that fifth yes. year one of them was four years actually it took her four years to get to where she was she said that's great that's wild i wonder what i would look like after four years bro i've been going <laughs> to the so I, <laughs> i've been going to the gym consistently Almost a year, right yeah it's been a year consistently yeah. consistently and it's taking me a long time and it's crazy because like I have videos of myself like I was a lot I was actually bigger mm-hmm. and now I'm not and like you know I went through what I went through and I lost like 20 pounds almost in like two three weeks like it was bad and yeah. now I'm back up like that's I'm, amazing though I know I'm, it that's took a lot me of pounds, a long dude. that's a lot of weight that's like it's not five pounds is nothing to me that's a lot that's yeah. a lot of weight yeah that's so. awesome Okay, well, I think we can then go move on. Um, I guess we could have talked more about insecurities because there's so many different. I guess yeah. our inse- this one was really focused on body image, so I guess we should have made that clear because we kind of just made it very broad. And there's so many other. Well, if you want to go into body image too, like acne, hello, <laughs> <laughs> like bro, <laughs> like the <sighs> skin shit. Oh my gosh, I could talk for that for hours. Yeah, but we won't. But we'll just, just leave it as physical body at yeah. this point, because yeah, same here. Like, there's lots of things we could talk about about insecurities, whether it's yeah. even in your relationships. Like, we we should have we didn't specify we that, didn't guys. Specify. Sorry. Sorry. So body image. Okay, so now um, we are gonna go into the next part: insecurities in the bedroom. And something tells me oh, God. this is gonna also lead back to body image. So I think it goes <laughs> hand in hand. But yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> insecurities in the bedroom oh god Uh, let's just be real we all have them i feel like (laughs) men have them just as much i kind of feel bad that we didn't talk about insecurities that men have but to be honest we need to go into that when we actually interview a guy on here because i'd love to hear it from them even though i could probably just guess 
Um, but I think the number one thing that we're going to talk about in the bedroom, like for dick, a man, dick, 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 dick size and girth. Of course, they're probably insecure <laughs> about that. And I do feel bad for men because that is harder to get cosmetic surgery for that versus like. But it's it's possible. A boob job or some but fake it's ass. It's can- true. So if you're that insecure, you know. Drea knows some cosmetic surgeons. She works in that line of field. I used to, yeah. So, or used to, I guess. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry. Anyways. Um, tip of the day. If you would ever like more followers, go start <laughs> sorry. being a troll said- and commenting. <laughs> you said tip. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> I sorry. guess we're going back to middle school, but that's okay. Because the I'm tip of the dick sometimes. is also could be an insecurity. I've seen some weird looking tips of the Yo, day. Some same. of them look like arrows. Some of them are like this. Okay, let's not be mean. Because, um, you know. Anyways. Why? What the fuck? They be talking about shit all the time. True, true. Okay. But we don't have anybody to fight back with us right now. So I, I feel don't. bad. Okay, guys. I'm excited. <laughs> so if you are ready to come on and fight and argue with me, baby, please come on here because I'm ready. Okay, you heard that? <laughs> well, yeah, our first guest will be a male for sure. We already yeah. kind of know who we're going to interview first, so somebody close to home. But anyways, um, okay, I want you to start this time. I don't actually I think you started oh. last time, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> what is, I'm sure you, like we have many, but let's talk about your yeah. number one insecurity in the bedroom. Oh my God, my number one insecurity? I have way too many that I can't like carpometalize. Pick the one is the most that you like think about right away when you're about to have sex with a really hot guy. You don't know them and you're stressing out. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's always like, do I look good? Your face? Like everything. Like I think of everything at once. Okay, you have to pick one thing. Fuck, bitch. Because you could, everybody could just say it's everything. Bitch, it is. Like, you said something last time when we were having a conversation. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I okay, gotta well, think about stomach, it. Okay, well, my stomach, that's like the main thing. Okay. So, anyways, I think many girls have this insecurity, whether they're thin, they're thick, they're yeah. pretty good weight. Being on top, guys, like realistically here, um, that is the number one position for me to come and orgasm. However, it's also the worst one for me insecurity wise. So it's very much this like push and pull tug, fucking tug of war. Like, oh, my God, I really want to be on top because I really want to get my oh, but then, oh, my God, he's going to see my fucking fuha, fucking pouch, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, even when I was thinner, I was always tripping about being on top in high school, yeah. out of high school. Um, and I think a lot of girls can relate because not even that one reason why I don't like skinny guys. And I'm sorry to say that because I'm not <laughs> trying to body shame here has nothing to do with you actually being skinny or it's unattractive. You, you more, huh? I don't want to feel like I'm fat next to you. And I don't want to feel like I'm crushing you while I'm trying to ride the dick and have an orgasm. Okay. Can you imagine my (laughs) fat ass on a fucking tiny guy and I'm literally riding him like I feel like my vagina would just swallow him like what the fuck i'm sorry to bring comedy into this insecurity discussion but it's just the facts it's what goes through my mind. So for me like That has been my number one insecurity my whole life. Yeah, like weight goes into other parts of my body. But I think the number one thing, if I could like take that away, I would be a porn star. And what I mean by that is if you could just if I could just have the perfect body, I would ride dick for hours like there's no tomorrow. I think the biggest thing for me is like when I'm on top, I try to come fast, which I can usually come within a minute or two. Mm -hmm. And I unless it's like somebody I really like and like 
I feel like when I'm high, I can come faster. But anyways, my point is I come very quickly and I do that on purpose a lot of the time because I just want to get off of him. I don't want to be on top of him anymore. I want to get the fuck off so he doesn't have to look at me. And a lot of the times what I'll do and like I'm not afraid to admit this because I'm sure a lot of women have done this. I wear a t-shirt when I fuck, especially with the guy that I'm even comfortable with. I'll wear a big t-shirt. And just be naked in bed like that. And so. like, they're like, take it off because they want to see my big tits and that's fine and all. But like, sometimes I'm just like, I don't look cute or I just ate a big meal. Like, I feel bloated. Like, I don't want to fucking, I don't want you to see me. Yeah. So I think, because um, I got time to think about it. Yeah. Uh, Gave you lots of time. You did. One. You did. You did. And I have to, unfortunately, um, play back my recent encounter. Okay. So. Okay. I'm celibate now, but I have to play back my recent encounter, unfortunately. But um, I think for me, it's more like, one, like, I hate riding dick. I'm not going to fucking lie. Okay. What about it? It's, one, it's a workout. Well, yeah. Okay. um, Like, like it's a workout. And to be honest, like, I feel like I ride dick better when there's, like, music in the background. And so sometimes I'd be, like, trying to, like come up with something in my head i'm so done for rhythm you. you heard it right here when <laughs> for she, rhythm when she's no longer celibate please play mu- play music in the background you're gonna be on top of the music like siri play r kelly <laughs> i'm just kidding. ew why would it be r kelly bitch <laughs> i'm not trying to get pissed on i'm you know good. i said that on purpose so i know I'm sorry guys okay. i didn't want to like trigger anyone but like i had to say it i'm sorry so. he's a very much used to be known as the king of r&b so like before he's in prison not everybody hates him now so i had to bring him up but anyways. so i think for me like when i am on top yeah. if we're talking about that position okay like it's more of like how my titties sit okay, okay. like i hate it so like i'd be like <laughs> trying to make sure i'd be like this they like sit a certain way or like shit like that or like like you said yeah the stomach for sure especially like when you're in that one position where you're like on top and then your hands are in the back and you're like grinding from like this way i'm not gonna lie and i feel like my stomach i I don't do that position i know how to i've done it i don't do it i'm too i'm i'm there's no way i'm doing that i've done it in the car Uh because it's easier and i like don't really have and there's more things to grab on that and i don't have a choice it's a better position to do but there's no way in hell i'm doing that especially right now maybe later um and and then i think for me too like it's just the size of like my butt like like doggy yeah like I want like for me like I like that position a lot and so like yeah it's like one of my insecurities I'm I'm, in my head I'm always thinking okay am I arching my back enough where my ass does look fatter in this angle and this and that and like I'm constantly constantly like to the point where I like am not even enjoying my time and I will say this You know, like, I've been out the game for, like, a cool minute. Um, So, like, the people that I have had sex with, which it's literally, like, okay. Um, The times that I've had sex with them. Yeah. I've only, I've literally thought about just me as far as, like. You couldn't even think about anything else. I couldn't even think about enjoying it. Like, I was so in my head and so insecure and so, like, oh, my God. Like, does he like it? 
does am I do I look good is this good is that good oh my god am I doing this right like I was so in my head that like I'm pretty sure the encounter was awkward low-key and that's okay but do you think you were so in your head that you were barely even vocal or were you still vocal oh no bitch I was vocal okay there's times where I'll be quiet because I'm in my sometimes head. yes yes I do know what you're talking about um okay. like when I'll like like if I'm like when I'm on top yeah I probably am quiet I think like you saying that is so big and I know we've oh my god we always say the same thing but guys it's so relevant yeah. women are always in their head about All that the time. and I think that's why the orgasm gap is so large yeah. and why women don't come as much as men I know I'm always in okay this is very we are getting guys we're getting very real with you <laughs> This is a lot of TMI, but it's things that need to be discussed about. I'm sorry. And I'm not going to be ashamed to say it. I can't. It's hard for me to come from oral because I get scared that it doesn't smell good. Now, I know I smell good. I will like, and I've said this before, I will literally finger myself and taste it. Yeah, I've done that too to make sure. And smell my fingers to make sure it's good beforehand. And I shower. I'm not going to lie. I I have to shower before. I wish I could. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. Like we're out and about and this motherfucker wants to go down on me. And I'm like, no, no. And he's like, please, please. But anyways, I just get insecure about it because I'm like, I know that it can smell bad. Like, I know you hear it all the time. We, I see things on social media about like, this shit was stanky, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't want to be that bitch. Like, so yeah, in my head. So anyways, back to oral. That's why I always tell people, eat your fruit, drink your water. Like, (laughs) come on. Get in their head about things, which is why we can't just relax. I think the best sex I've ever had in my life, the dirtiest, nastiest, craziest. And I've also said this before with boyfriends, people that I was comfortable with, that I loved, I was in love with, they loved me. I felt like I could like literally fart in front of them already like it was to that point I could relax and I think that's such a big thing and it's crazy to hear you say the doggy thing because because I have the opposite problem that's my favorite well first of all it's my favorite in general because it feels good but it's my favorite position to do which thank god a lot of men love it because my stomach doesn't show so all I like the porno that I made the last episode I told you about literally I look phenomenal in that freaking video because my ass looked huge my waist was small and you can't see my stomach so my back looks skinny like I was like damn so that makes me like not want to do any other positions and like when I was when I was literally having that position on the side when I'm sideways it feels amazing and I know I gave that PSA to everyone but you know how insecure I am about my stomach looks worse than it does probably when I'm on top. But I use a <laughs> pillow to cover it. I've, still, I've used a pillow. Before. It's just like, oh, like, and I wonder if men feel insecure about their bodies, their that's, dick. That's yes. why, like, that's why, and you and I have talked about yes. this, but that's why, like, and people are going to be like, you fucking would, Drea. What? That's why I like fucking when there's a mirror. <laughs> Because I will literally see see myself and I will fuck to myself. I will watch myself getting fucked. Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I will watch myself (laughs) getting fucked. And that turns me on because I'm like, okay, bitch, you look good. Exactly. No, I. And it has nothing to do with him. I'm not even watching. Girl, the mirror (laughs) on the top of the ceiling when I have my first house, like with my husband, that's what I want. But no, I fucking feel that 100 percent dude but yeah like i've yeah i feel like i'm just awkward during sex now so yeah i definitely understand that um i think another insecurity that i used to have so psa i had my boobs done um i got them done when i was like 20 years old believe it or not before i was 21 because that was my goals before my 21st birthday and i used to have like a i had like a, a they were smaller they were way smaller oh, yeah. than what they well, are now when i got my boobs on they were actually small like if any of yeah. you wants a photo just hit me up i'm just kidding but <sighs> but not really because 
my boobs were really cute with those piercings back then. Um, I don't know what episode that was, but if you want to listen to that one, I got my nipple piercing infected. Just FY for those of you who are new listeners. But anyways, um, so I used to have like a size A and a B. Now, the, the different sizes is very common in women. That's not why I got my boobs done because I never had the... Uh, I never wanted the desire to have my boobs done. Like, I never had that desire. Um, the reason why I got it done was because I had a deformity. And what I mean by that is I did not, like, boobs are round on the bottom. I never had the round. I was missing fat. So for those of you who can relate to me, like, the non-scientific term is Snoopy breasts or Snoopy boobs. Yes. So I had that. I actually know a lot of women in my life that are close to me that have the same issue. Um, but I was so insecure my whole life. And I was sexually active pretty young. So I always wore T-shirts, not just because of my stomach, but because my boobs. Yeah. So only like a couple guys. I could honestly say I slept with a decent amount of people before I was 20. Um, Not like a lot, but like, I don't even want to get into this right now. But anyways, my point being is like only three guys saw me without my shirt off. Yeah. And two of them were my boyfriends. Yeah. So like that's how insecure I was. So I got my boobs done. And... Now, and then I wasn't insecure anymore, but then I, you know, gained weight. So then now it's my stomach. I'm just never happy. I can't win. But I think that was another insecurity of mine. I don't know yeah. if any other girls can relate to that. Maybe like girls who have smaller breasts who like wear their push-up bras during sex because they want their boobs to look full. So that's, like, yeah. So like with me, I think it's more like, so we'll just come out and say it at this time. I won't, I won't get into what it was, but... Um, I was pregnant at one point in time and my boobs got huge. And when I delivered, I like, you know, you swell up with milk and I went from basically a B cup to a double D almost triple. Like it was, they, these things were thangin'. Like I could feed a village. (laughs) (laughs) Straight the fuck up. I could feed a village, bro. Like it was wild. Anyways. I've heard that my best no. friend's mom went from an A to a double D. Dude, it was cra- I was like, yes, who needs a boob job? Like, what? Yeah. I was so happy, bro. Yeah. But um, basically, obviously, when that goes away and the milk goes away, your titties, they get small. <laughs> they shrink. And mine shrunk. And I feel, obviously, like they're not as round as they used to be. And like some like I'm sure like guys don't really notice like they're like, what are you talking about? Like your boobs are fine. But like for me, it's like I know what my body used to look like. Like I used to have like beautiful, cute, like C cups, like little rounds. Like they and yeah, they were they were perky. They like sat right. And like now one boob has less fat than the other side. (laughs) So like when I do wear a bra, I have to like literally take my hand. And we all know this. I do it too. And I have huge ones. Scoop it. I hate and the crack, put it in and the oh, crack. Oh, the crack when the I probably got a crack issue right now. Shit. But yeah. no, yeah. See, boobs. And you know what's crazy? I feel like men don't care as much. They always say they don't care because they probably slept with so many women that yeah. everybody's boobs are different that they probably already seen boobs that look like that and we probably like, "Oh my god, we just see the boobs that we see on the internet." I think it like sucks more too though, like if you like the person. That's what I'm really in my oh. head. I'm not going to lie. Like if if I like you or if I think you're cool, like I'm going to be in my head and I'm, I'll be like, okay, it just made me think about, yeah. (laughs) Okay. This is so fucked up, but I'm being authentic right now. Okay. Do you ever feel like less insecure when you're sleeping with someone who's less attractive than you? (laughs) 
Because there'd be times where I don't give a fuck if that double chin be showing because I'm riding the fuck out of him because I already know that I'm hotter than he is regardless of what I look like. (laughs) I sound so so mean right now, but it's the truth. And I think mm, even men can probably relate to that. So like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh god. Obviously, yeah. Sleeping with more attractive men that, or sleeping yeah. with men that are more attractive than, than myself that I feel obviously, it's a whole other level. Oh my of god. Insecurity. Yeah. It's it's wild, but it's okay. Oh my god. So I kind of touched on the double chin. I think that one sucks when you yeah. ride on top. Like, what the fuck do you look like? Or when I'm sucking dick, I have to suck dick from a certain angle. I hate <sighs> when they're like laying a certain way, and I'm like, oh my god, what do I look like? But they're always moaning anyways. Like, I guess they just don't care. I okay, I so I'm know, not gonna dude. lie. Uh, for sucking dick, I think my best angle is when they're standing. Yes. And I'm on my knees. Yes. No. Well, yeah, because you're like, because I'm sitting up straight. Yeah. <laughs> but not when you're on the side, and you're just like, like your chin's probably all fucked up. And that's the crazy part is like when you're in bed comfortable, that's how you just want to suck it. But I feel like it never, never looks, looks. Girl, like- they don't even give a fuck. They would probably. Mm, I don't even have to, anything to say. I'm right not now. even gonna say anything because uh, yeah, men are nasty. They are. They really are. But um, I Basura. will say I'm not insecure about my butthole though. My butthole's cute, as we talked about last episode. I will um, say though, I get insecure when somebody tries like if we're not like close like that. If they try to put their finger in my booty hole, oh, I love that. I love Unless it. Unless I'm too. not shaved, then I'm gonna be like, what Bitch, the fuck? Or if I, I girl, I <laughs> you know what I was getting at. I mean, I know you take multiple shits a day, so that- <laughs> that's why I get insecure, bitch. Okay, I never used to shit but back I'm then. I'm not gonna so lie. Give a fuck. So I'm not gonna lie though. Like, remember I told you I keep wipes with me at all times. Like, okay, I do. I am now. literally. I am such like you when never it know. comes to like hygiene and stuff. Like Monica will tell you. Like I be a freaking freak about it. Like yeah. it's kind of. Uh, probably concerning um it's not a bad thing but i don't think it's a bad thing i'd rather mm-hmm. be like hella clean and like carry my wipes and do what i gotta do and if i gotta hop in the shower real quick before we fuck like that's what's gonna happen like okay one more thing um so we could end but i'm this. celibate now so <laughs> this bitch sorry she won't let you forget no um i feel like something that i've heard on social media I got, and we've talked about it before but we probably have new listeners a lot of women get insecure about queefing Really quick PSA. I don't get insecure about that anymore. I used to. I don't give a fuck. You are putting... Your dick is putting air in me. That is your problem, not mine. Mm. So what I always do is you always tell the guy to finger you and make it hot. Do your hot voice. I'm not going to do it this time like (laughs) Drea made me last time. You just tell them, finger me. Finger me, please, or finger me, however you want to fucking say it. If they finger you during sex, especially (laughs) if you're going from behind and you're queefing, the air will come out and it solves the problem in a matter of 20 seconds. Monica. So for those of you who are insecure about the queefing, just make it hot and be like, finger me. And they're going to be like, what are you talking about? I have air in me. Finger me. Monica literally goes, finger me. Finger me, please. See? Okay, and later do it again. I do not say it like that, but anyways. Anyways. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do. I've gotten like, what's it called? Okay, you know why? I used to get like that. Okay. Why? <laughs> You're going to laugh at me. Okay, have you ever had it where you're getting like fucked from the back? Oh, God. And Just say it. you like hold your fart. Of course. And I think we've all have. I'm sure men have had to girl, hold their farts, dude. That's girl. the worst, dude. 
And you don't but, want them spreading those cheeks. No. <laughs> oh, and, and I'd be like, that's why oh I don't like it. Okay, so when I'm dating someone consistently and we're fucking all the time, I will just be honest with them. Like, the last person I was with, like, I told them, like, Okay, you know, sometimes, like, after you eat certain meals, you just get gassy where it's, like, hurting you. Like, you're bloated. The gas pains, yeah. I won't have sex during those times. And if I do, I can only do missionary. That's the only time I can hold it in. So sometimes I'll try it. But if they're trying to go hardcore, I'll be like, I can't do it. I always... <laughs> my thing is I always say my stomach hurts. If I'm telling you my stomach hurts, that means I'm fucking gassy. So don't get it twisted. I don't need to take a shit. I don't need to throw up. I'm not She's pregnant. Got a fart, I need bitch. to fart. If I say my stomach hurts and I don't want to fuck you, it's because my stomach yeah. is gassy. Uh, so, anyways, um, man, we got really down and dirty. This I episode. know it is what it is. It's real life shit. I don't even care. <laughs> Literally, but as my of, face is on fire because I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed too, girl. You put me on blast tell, telling the whole world I take multiple shits a day. I'm like what? <laughs> it's so healthy. I wish I did, bitch. Maybe all this shit would be out of me. <laughs> anyways, okay, let's get into our segment. Out with the old. In with the new. <laughs> Out with the old, in with the new. Here we are. Let's go. Okay. Andrea hates me right now, but I'm going to the DMs. And here she goes using my fucking government ass name. Sorry. It's fine. They already know. Okay. (laughs) So, guys, I love listening to you. I feel like we're getting more compliments nowadays. We did before. It was just like a straight question. I just want to, that's another thing. I just want to say. To everybody that was like DMing me, showing uh, love and showing love, she shared um, it with me. So even though it wasn't to me, I still felt the love. So thanks. it was so fucking cute. I had multiple people like DM me and like tell the last me. Episode, yes, and they liked that last episode a lot. So thank you so much. It was funny. We told a lot of stories. I love thank y'all, you. Like for real. Um. Okay. Back to the question. So I'm talking to this guy on Tinder. Oh, I hate Tinder. Um, and we've been talking on Tinder for about a month now. We have not exchanged phone numbers, Snapchats, or nothing else. That's weird. But he has not asked to hang out. I feel like it's just going on and on, and I don't even know if he likes me. Why wouldn't he ask to hang out? Should I just make the first move and ask him to hang out? No. Okay, so old me... Old me would have probably... Which is like, I got the answer. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, girl. I got things to say now. (laughs) Now? Okay, (laughs) old old me would have been like, yeah, girl, like, shoot your shot. Like, go ahead. Try to, like, hang out with him. Knew me now, bitch, because I've been on a couple of dates now. True. If he wanted to, he would. Just fucking remember that shit. Because, you know... One more time. One more time. If he wanted to, he would. I love it. I love it. Because, um, yeah, no, She's girl. So He's loud, not. Passionate. Yeah, I'm so about it, She's girl. She's never loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, she got up. <laughs> I cannot he's not interested, you. boo. Like he straight no. up is not interested. The fuck and not. he's having you there as an option. You are an option. And he probably got a bunch of other bitches that he's linking up with and trying to he's see. He has you to the side. So and when those other ones don't work out, he's going to go back to you. And I've yeah. been that bitch. I've, I have to. I've been that bitch. Yes. And no, no, we're not doing that out here in 2023. Um, go get you another man and go on them <laughs> dates with somebody else because there will be somebody that yes. will want to plan with you. Um, and like I said, if he wanted to, he would. That's all I got to say. That is fact. <laughs> that is fucking fact. Instead of you being confused because, bitch, if you are confused, it ain't for you. Okay, so I 100% <laughs> agree with Drea, but I'm going to just approach it from a different angle. So old me would have said, 
I would have said he might also be shy making up excuses for this motherfucker. And I would have probably told you instead of like making the first move, I would have been like, hey, like, can we FaceTime or like try to get the phone number? That would have been old me. New me is going to say, fuck no. If he hasn't asked for your phone number or asked to hang out within 48 to maybe, you know what? Let's give it five days. What is five days? I don't know. What five, five days is five days. Five days, 24 hours, whatever. So for 48 hours to five days, if he has not asked to hang out or at least FaceTime or ask for your number, he's not interested. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck if you work during the week. You're off on the fucking weekend. Or you could be like, hey, I would love to see you soon. I'm busy this weekend. What about next week? Easy. Fuck that bitch. Anyways, that's all I got to say. Yeah. So that's that's move on, please. If he's talking for a month on a A dating app and I've done it, so I'm not putting you to shame. But like, I hope you're talking to other guys, too, please. I'm sure this is the one that's more attractive that you're interested in. But clearly he's not interested in you. I'm telling you right now, (laughs) I've been Bobo the fool over here, too. So it's okay. It's okay, but just just let it be known that that bozo does not want you. He don't want you. And he not interested. And I'm going to say it again. Say it with me, girl. If, if he, he wanted, wanted to, to he, he would. would. Literally. Okay, guys, that wraps up insecurities <laughs> tonight. So we are going to close out. I'm going to close out. Sorry. Yeah, let me I can't make that do it. Clear really quick, okay? Um, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Flings and Things Official with an N. I'm Moni at Moni.Montenegro. And I'm Drea at Drea.Monte. And don't forget to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And obviously, if you want to see our beautiful faces or our reactions with Drea and the damn pillow laughing, please watch us on YouTube. Subscribe, follow, rate us five stars, like, comment, share. Just love us. Show us some love. Facts. Factual. I love all you guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye.